Welcome to Life After the Fire, the preeminent post for everything to do with life after the fire service. My name is Chris Phelps. I'm your host. I'm here today with Jason Patton, fire department coffee guy, and what else? What other Chronicles, kind of fire department chronicles, chronicles uh, just random mental health stuff. You know, just I'm just floating in and out of life right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. So yeah. I've been watching you for a little bit from the cheap seats, like I said, and, uh, um, man, I, I just, you know, love the, the sense of humor. I love the, you know, the camaraderie, the, you know, all, all the great stuff you've been doing. Thank you. How did you get into all this? Like, what, yeah. Where did it start? Uh, a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> uh no, I, I say it started the same way that, uh, it was, it was pure happenstance luck. That's, that was the biggest thing, but, uh, same thing that most fire departments, EMS agencies, you know, everyone sitting around the station, you know, if we weren't doing training or running a call or something like that, we were messing around, messing with each other. It actually started off as a national geographics fire department edition. <laughs> That's, uh, I quickly got a cease and desist from that. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they were cool about the whole thing, but, um, but yeah, we, uh, just messing around the station. We, we've started off hunting for different positions and we, first one was he hunted for the battalion chief uh -huh. and, uh, we're poking my, my actual battalion chief with a stick. And we're saying the bigger their belly is, the more gnarly they are. And, uh, got to watch for the mustache flaring out the attack. Uh, so, uh, we just kind of messing around there, but the, the video that, truly like blew it up and i saw that there was starting to see some um some interest towards what we we're doing was we were hunting for the paramedic via their natural mating call which is bitching and uh once we did that man people loved it dude so it was good cool so it mm -hmm. started as a as a playing around messing mm -hmm. around yeah typical fire fire department yeah hijinks mm -hmm. yeah and and then what where did it go from there? Yeah, it, it, it's it's slowly morphed its way into its own kind of beast. I mean, now I'm actually traveling the United States and speaking and uh, was invited to Hawaii and Canada and stuff to speak as well. And it's, it's just been a really, really cool thing. But it's it's it's. It's allowed me to be able to show some of the fun, uh, humorous stuff within EMS and fire, not only yeah. to my own brothers and sisters. And that's why the videos tend to travel so much because everything I'm saying, we've all experienced at some point in time. Yeah. Like you, everyone's ran a, a topane at 3 a.m. You know, <laughs> everyone's been called for running out of gas or, you know, they want a bottle of water or a refrigerator. Yeah. Like everyone's had something very similar to that. So that's where it's reached so much. But what's been cool so with TikTok is really why I saw this start to move as much was um, people that aren't in the EMS field or fire field, they're finding humor within what we do like i've been doing real things we've run on yeah. uh my most recent one that seemed to gain, gain a lot of traction was someone called us uh, double pink eye and um we couldn't figure out why it was so bad i've never seen double pink eye as bad as it was uh -huh. it was because the person had been pouring uh urine in their eyes for the last five days just trying to yeah just to, to fix the pink eye yeah so uh you know <laughs> oh my god yeah no don't do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> not a good idea so, Man, yeah. so that's so but then you've you've taken this and and started to you know bring in your other passions yes so yeah. like where have you taken it 
Uh, just threw my phone on the ground so it doesn't keep lighting up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I was able to turn it into, you know, with Fire Department Coffee, I was uh, reached out by Luke Schneider, the CEO of Fire Department Coffee. He's actually a retired uh, Rockford firefighter. Um, so that was fun. I've always been passionate about coffee. always loved coffee. Obviously, we needed as much as possible. So that was, that kind of went that way. And then um, mental health, man, I was able to find, I think there should be humor in everything in the world. In some way, yeah. shape, or form, there's some way to find some humor, lighten it up, remove the power of the situation, that kind of thing uh so with uh with mental health i was able to really talk about that bring some humor to it that's what i mainly travel and speak on and uh that's what i realized was the biggest thing was that with the videos people are able to kind of get some relief from the job that we do every day uh even if you're in the job or not in the job but with the mental health piece of it people can you can remove the power of something that was so difficult for you to process you find some humor in it and then you can kind of move on and process things the way you're supposed yeah. to yeah that's awesome so I, I I believe very strongly in something they call the triad of awesomeness. Mm, oh, so the triad of awesomeness is doing something that you you like doing, uh -huh. something you're good at, uh -huh. and something that can make you money. I love that. So how have you you've obviously monetized this uh -huh. now, right? Mm -hmm. And you've you're preparing yourself or setting yourself up for a life mm -hmm. after the fire department. So name of podcast. You gotta like slide that in yeah. right there. <laughs> so That's what are awesome. your you know, what are you what are you thinking? Where are you gonna go with this? No, listen, I agree with you. I first off love the triad of awesomeness that you should be slamming a beer after you say that. I think that's the perfect way. <laughs> but um, no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think just in general, it, it, you need to find something outside of the fire service or outside of your general career, whatever it is. You got to find something. I was a mechanic before this, and you know, I knew a lot of guys that were mechanics, and then they would leave their job as a mechanic and work on something at their house, which is cool, man. If you have a great passion for it, awesome. Um, like you shouldn't be leaving the fire service and like setting things on fire. That's not good. That's round <laughs> upon as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think finding things outside of what we do, uh, whether it is making money or just finding things outside, because eventually when we when we retire, man, we got to have something outside of what we're doing yeah. uh, in this in this job. But uh, I, I've been very, very fortunate. I've been able to monetize this stuff through advertising. Everything I've ever made through uh, Chronicles, I've reinvested back into Fire Department Coffee to grow that business, which is uh, the give back piece of that business has been extremely rewarding with the, the charitable uh, foundation that we founded. Uh, so that was very, very cool. So I think I agree with you, man, that that, that triad of awesomeness, that's, that's the way to go, bro. And, <laughs> I, and I think finding purpose outside of what we do in general or, or self-serving things, I think that yeah. that's the, the true key to life. So one of the reasons that I wanted to start this and get this message out there about, you know, preparing yourself is yeah. that a good friend of mine, you know, suffered a, a career ending uh, hemorrhagic stroke, which should have been a life ending hemorrhagic yes. stroke. Yeah. Normally would be, but uh -huh. for, you know, grace of God, he's still here. And, uh, and, and he was, you know, really the impetus behind this whole thing. That's amazing. Um, my personal career, um, you know, I didn't reach normal retirement. I got into the mortgage business because of mm -hmm. a poker game. That's another story. But mm. he didn't have any clothes uh, on either. <laughs> <laughs> at, at times. <laughs> but you know, it allowed me to transition when when my life changed and my wife uh, was offered a, a position that mm -hmm. you know she wanted to you know accomplish her dreams or mm -hmm. fulfill her dreams, and she'd been following me around for fifteen years. It was, she politely reminded me of that and it was my <laughs> turn to follow her. So, yeah. you know, off we went and, you know, leaving the job. I, I'll, I'll never forget that day. 
leaving the job, driving away with the you know, fire station in the rear view mirror and being like, wow, this is done. Yeah. You know, and I was fortunate. I was fortunate that I was, you know, I'd set myself up. Yeah. I uh, had a good you know, skill set behind me and mm-hmm. was able to, to do something. And ultimately I wound up back in the fire service as a volunteer. And that was a wild ride. Yeah. I think in the seven years I, I volunteered, saw more fire in that seven years than I saw in my entire 22 year career. Wow, that's crazy. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's so, awesome. But it was fun. Yeah. Um, no, I think finding passion in general is, is the number one thing in life. That's cool that you followed your wife. That, that's that, that's smart. You yeah. Know, well, happy wife, you know, I make it sound like don't I had a killed, choice. So. Yeah. yeah you didn't, man. <laughs> that's okay. As long as it is what, however you make yourself feel yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all stuff to make myself feel better about it. But, no, but you're right, man. Like that's what people talk about when they leave the fire service. Like they're, they're retired. They did their time. It's a great thing to be able to walk away. You know, and dude, I got to tell you, uh, I'm 15 years in and it probably in the last year, I realized how hard it is to make retirement. Like a lot of people think you just show up every day and that's it, but yeah. it is absolutely nowhere near that way. Like yeah. most people, you know, 15 or 18 years in, there's an injury or there, you know, something happens. They can't mm-hmm. do their career. They make a stupid decision, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like cocaine and driving, not okay. You know, just stay at home. I mean, they do it right the way. Yeah. I'm kidding. Don't do cocaine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I think uh, it's, it's incredible, man. So the fact you were able to retire and then continue doing what you're doing, find a passion, this kind of stuff is yeah. amazing because it really is like so hard to make it there yeah so you know a lot of a lot of the people that uh i've got lined up to to appear mm-hmm. have already gotten to the other side and mm-hmm. you know set themselves right set themselves up right but man when i came back and i started reconnecting with some of my old buddies mm-hmm. out fishing it's like hey what's this guy doing hey what's that guy doing yeah oh he he retired but he's working as like a security guard mm-hmm. it's like you know, these yeah. guys were top of their game in the fire service and now they're just you know working these mm-hmm. you know, dead end mm-hmm. you know, hourly jobs mm-hmm. um, i think some people do it for again finding another purpose or they just don't want to sit at home all day long so they go work a security job or what and that's that's great if you're able to do that the goal is to retire and not have to worry about that kind of stuff you know but most people in normal careers like my mom, she won't retire until she's in her 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when she does retire, she'll be able to get Social Security, so on and so forth. But, man, I, I tell you, yeah, my goal, I always say, is to retire and do nothing. And just, like, <laughs> my, my most exciting thing is pooping in the morning. That's that's my that's my whole day. That's uh, so, <laughs> a good day. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's day, good man. It's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen you set the bar very low for yourself. Yes. So that's, that's good. You that's I can literally only go off from there. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> so um what would be a good message for for the younger generation of firefighters that are just coming on the job yeah. that you know are thinking all right i'm just gonna work to retirement and then get yeah. myself the fishing pole in a motorhome and i think in finding uh oh man this is like this goes so find passion in the job enjoy it you know train you know be good at the job itself you know i, I love the saying you know you can't train enough for something that'll kill you um but don't find obsession in the job you know you when you get off like be off you know if you got to work overtime do your overtime make your extra money yeah. pay off your bills so on and so forth as you're making your way towards retirement you need to find other investment things outside of this so whether it's an additional 401k if you already have a pension um you know but uh you know i've i've worked two jobs my entire life i own cp 
PR companies and stuff like that. So um, just find passion within the job, but find things outside of the job. Uh, invest in your personal lives with your wives or your girlfriends and your children. Uh, don't end up like all of us that have been divorced at least once. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> you know. um, but I think uh, that monetary stuff will come if you invest in it with your time and efforts, but the emotional stuff that you'll have to go through throughout your life, invest in mental health stuff as well, man. Go, go for a walk every once in a while. Talk to a therapist if you got to, you know. Yeah. Don't do stupid things, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, part of this is obviously about, you know, things that can, you know, whack you off at the knees mm -hmm. and take you off the job. Oh, yeah. You know, we had, uh, we've had guests in here talking about cancer mm -hmm. and what a big issue that is with the fire service. Um, obviously, mental health is, mm -hmm. is a huge issue. And it's, you know, I, I grew up in the day of, you know, oh, you you got a problem, you were sissy. You yeah. know, now it's <laughs> now it's more mainstream. And, yeah. And it's you know, there's there's actual avenues and, uh -huh. and resources out there. Uh-huh. It's like what are some of the, the things that you've gotten involved in? seen for for folks out there yeah i think uh basic stuff so i i teach or i teach i i speak on this thing and i call it how to hug 101 it's like stupid basic emotional stuff like uh, i tell people don't wake up in the morning and try to be happy wake up in the morning try to be content like okay with your life because then no matter if you have a great day you have a great day if you have a bad day you have a bad day but you always come back to baseline that's the big thing physical health is huge right like working out getting you know uh testosterone releases you know cortisone releases stuff like that things that things that i mean cortisone's not the happiest thing in the world but um you know typical <laughs> dopamine serotonin stuff like find avenues that are repeatable on a daily basis that you can do that you'll find happiness and then we'll actually have feedback loops that that will help you as well um but with regards to any mental health stuff dude talking about your feelings is normal crying is as normal as as being mad like those are all normal things yeah. man i the problem with humans but especially firefighters is we only think in black and white there is no 50 percent, and i'm one of those men like i either do something at 100 percent or zero so i've had to work for a really long time to figure out like bro it's not that every day doesn't have to be the greatest day yeah. in the world i can have an off day where you know i didn't work as hard as i did yesterday but but most likely I'll make up for that. So I think just do giving yourself some grace every once in a while. If you want to sit in the bed for an extra 30 minutes and enjoy your phone, they would do it. Who gives a shit? Like no one's, yeah. no one's coming in there to judge you. And if they are, <laughs> they have internal issues as well. So, yeah. yeah. So it's all, and, 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 and what I hear you say is, is also is, is finding some, some passion in your life. Yes. So like, you know, starting this whole thing, mm -hmm. you know, it's way outside my comfort zone. But I listen to a, another podcast, and mm -hmm. and the guy says, you know, anything worth doing is worth doing badly to start. Just get yes. it started. So, Bro. so yes. here we are doing it badly. <laughs> no, we're we're going great, man. We're doing good. no, but dude, that's dude. I, the whole like everyone said it a billion different ways. You know, failures is success. You know that yeah. kind of stuff. But you're right, man. You can't. You absolutely cannot do anything without having some failure at some point in time. Yeah. Because if you're perfect at it in the beginning, you're probably, you're being a little too, uh, you're not pushing hard enough in the exactly. situation. Yeah. Man, I got to tell you, I've put out some videos that were bad, like really <laughs> bad. And I've had to pull them back down again, you know, because yeah. that's just the way things are, man. Especially anything. My brother uh, edited all my content. When I started getting into larger production videos, green screening, um, my brother started helping me. And my brother and I almost stopped being 
brother stops her about a year of it. He's like, oh, I can't do this, Jason. I'm sorry. So yeah. I had to teach myself to edit. And some of the edits were really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and I look back at a lot of my, there's not a single person that has ever looked back at anything creative and, and looked at their beginning work and then their current work yeah. and not gone, Jesus, that was bad. You know, because it's just no, normal. It's man. a journey. Man. Exactly. It's a journey. And you'll appreciate it so much more yeah. than if it was, if you uh, were born and given $10 million, you don't appreciate any of that. If you earn $10 million, dude, you're going to appreciate every single dollar of that. Yeah. You're still going to blow it on a bunch of bad stuff, but it's at least you appreciate it. So. <laughs> good things. Good yeah. things. So a- any, uh, any big plans with, uh, with the, the, the fire department coffee brand mm-hmm. or. Yeah, we, uh, I believe I can say this now. Uh, we are the official coffee of the NHRA. So the national hot rod association that we're very excited about that. I'm flying out, uh, in the, uh, February, beginning of February, to go film a couple commercials for Fox, which is going to be very cool. And then uh, we have another exciting announcement coming up. I can't announce it yet, but we'll just say it's another racing avenue that we will also be uh, in that as well. I'm sure you can put two and two together there. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, retail stores all over the place right now, which has been very cool. We expanded in that, ready to drink coffees. So, uh, and then a possible TV show uh, coming up. So, it's TV fun, show. Man. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just called poles. That's it's, it's just about me going down stripper poles all day. As a, uh, well, I don't know if we should talk about this, but used to have a stripper pole in there. We had a, like a detached garage and that was the, the adult play. Room, oh, nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, the kids always knew it as the fire pole because you know, everything was firefighter themed. You know? Uh, uh-huh. We actually, uh, our new station, we're putting a fire pole in there. Really? It's going to be, yeah, we're excited. We know it's going to last one month yeah, and someone's going to break both their ankles and yeah. that's it. Yeah, that'd be, so. uh, at least you're starting it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and touring around the country, because I, I used to do uh, accreditation. So I would go around and do the fire department grading. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the coolest things I saw was, I don't remember where it was, but anyway, this, this fire station was built into uh, a, a water plant. Oh, wow. So it was, um, the living areas were upstairs um, and there was, you know, the water tank, whatever. Mm. And then they had uh, like a Chuck E. Cheese slide to get down to the fire bay. That's cool. It was pretty cool. That's how most, most fire departments were going to slides uh, instead of poles. I was in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, and I went to one of their stations. Their, Their starts, I think it's two and a half stories up. Yeah. And it was the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it was so bad. They're like, like, just hold on. And I was, I was probably going down at this speed. It was yeah. not, not exciting at all. So, yeah. Yeah. so it's cool yeah. stuff. It's mm. Some, some awesome stuff. You, you know, just getting out there and, and being able to tour the country and, and yeah. talk to guys and see how, you know, how similar and how different we, mm. we all are. It's, mm-hmm. it's more similar than we are different. I exist. I've said this a million times. I'm, I'm, Pure happenstance and luck that I'm here where I'm at because I exist in every fire station across the the world. There's some guy just like me, actually just like me. So uh, I was very lucky. Same circus, different clowns. Hundred percent all day long. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it never changes. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. So I really appreciate you coming out here today, and uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you. And I know there's you know great things on Thank the you. horizon for you. Uh, I always like to end these with like a call to action. So obviously. You know, this being a podcast, we want, you know, we want to get some feedback and reviews and, uh, and all that's great and all, but, um, but what would, what would you say would be a good 
good call to action for, for our listeners in terms of either preparing for life after the fire service or from a mental health standpoint? I, w- I would say find purpose, like we said. Um, find some purpose in your life through every section of your life, and that purpose will change, whether it's, you know, uh, upping your golf game and then realizing how much you suck at golf and maybe finding a different sport uh, <laughs> to, uh, you know, get, get finding something that you find passionate that you can make money on outside of that. I literally just put in the the triad of awesome, awesomeness like that's uh, yeah. that's just well, just put that in your life on a daily basis. <laughs> just change which one is yeah. each day. But yeah. no, I think I think finding some purpose throughout your life and allowing that purpose to change as you go. Uh, I think that will set you up for massive success at the end. Awesome. Awesome. Cool, man. This is great. I really appreciate appreciate it. it. Thank you, brother. (laughs) Great meeting you. You as well.